Thanks for joining us again this week on Bible Truth and Prophecy. This past week, we had the privilege again of being on with Brandon House on Mike Lindell TV. And we were answering and discussing topics such as the rebuilding of the temple. How is that possible and is the time now? Or even situations like who is the Antichrist? And then we introduced a handout that I think you'll want to get at the end of the program. We'll tell you how to do that. Ten items that made the news this past week that all show that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right now. Join us in that interview with Brandon House. Joining me now is Rob Linstead. Rob, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure to be back with you. Uh, Rob, we're going to offer a special here. Is that the, is that the website you want promoted, Sunrise, sunrisechristian.org? Is that the website? No, uh, Bible Tip Now. Bible Tip Now. Bible Tip Now. Dot org, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, BibleTipNow.org, because you're going you're gonna to offer a special again tonight. Let's talk about the Antichrist. Uh, let's talk about the temple. Uh, I have a lot of people that are asking me questions, and some people who are brand new in Bible prophecy. They're so interested in what's happening in Bible prophecy, but they don't understand Bible prophecy. But what's happening in the world's got them interested. One person was asking me today about the Antichrist. How do you know what the Antichrist will be like? Is there a timeline in the Bible when he will show up, and is there anything going on in the world that shows we're getting into that timeline, and thus is the Antichrist on the earth today? Dr. Rob? Well, the Bible does describe the Antichrist, and uh, how the Bible describes him is he talks about who he is, that we have names for him, but we also have his his main uh, opposition to God. He exalts himself. He, He tries to sit in the temple and offer himself as God. And so the, and when the you Bible say temple, outlines, let me interrupt. When you say temple, you mean the literal a literal temple in Jerusalem, which would tell us then there there's not a temple now. That got the temple mount, but it got controversy. So at some point we're gonna have to see a temple for the Antichrist to go in there and sit in there and proclaim himself as God, correct? Well, let me let me approach it this way. I believe that there will be a temple in the millennium. There hasn't been a temple in Jerusalem for, for two thousand years. It was destroyed in 70 AD. But what the Bible does say in Revelation 11 and 12 is that there's a a temple or a tabernacle is really a closer rendering. And a tabernacle is a temporary building. The timeline that the Bible gives for the Antichrist is he cannot be revealed until the church is gone, until the rapture takes place. And the thing that begins this tribulation is that there's a, a treaty with the Antichrist. He actually tricks, he deceives the Jewish people and gets them to, to sign an agreement. Once that happens, he'll begin to, to show himself to the whole world. And so he's a master of deception. Among the things that will happen, the Bible says that Israel will return to sacrifices. And there's a, a huge movement underfoot in Israel to begin animal sacrifices again. You can imagine the, the alarm it sounds off as, as people think about animal sacrifices, but that's what the Bible says will occur. The Bible says that he will stop those attempts. He will put himself to be worshipped, but I don't think it's going to be an actual building. The temple, to construct a temple like the second temple, would take several years. But this occurs in the first half of the tribulation, so I think they're going to be so excited with a peace treaty, with a man who's now giving them, uh, I'm going to say, permission to sacrifice on the Temple Mount, this holy piece of ground, that's so controversial, both with Muslims and with Jews and with Christians even, 
I believe that when that begins to happen, it will be a temporary building. It's something they could erect in, in days or a week. And the, the portable building, it's like the tabernacle of David, the word that's used there. Remember, it could be set up and taken down and set up and taken right. down all the way across the wilderness. So I look for something very temporary. And when that's set up, and the Jews begin to think that they have this permission to begin to sacrifice and worship on the Temple Mount, the Antichrist himself will stop it and erect himself as the object to be worshipped. Do you believe the Antichrist is alive today on the earth? Yes, I believe he could be. Matter of fact, uh, one of the things that concerns me when I see the activity going on, uh, the, the handout that we're going to give tonight, there's 10 stories that are taking place across the world. Most of these stories have all been put on the news in the last 72 hours. Let's look at the first so, one. Here's the first one. Uh, ten items making the news that show Bible prophecies being fulfilled. Here's the first one. Uh, inflation, correct? That's correct. Yeah, the, the Bible speaks in Revelation 18. What will take place with the economies of the world, it will be devastating. It will, be, it will double, it will double, it will double. A huge inflation. We're watching it. It's completely out of control. I think it's planned. Your previous guests have mentioned this as well. I think it's planned because there has to be a collapse. In order for this new world order, in order for the Antichrist to, to let's say, get an audience, he's going to need things as we know today to collapse. And so part of that will be through inflation. All right. Let's go to this. Uh, I guess, where's, oh, number two, food. Number two is food. You know, the story is so incredible. To, to look at the, the headlines, uh, in some places, we're looking at Ukraine. They, they grow wheat. They grow barley. Uh, that's gone. Fertilizers are coming out of Russia and Ukraine. Those are, are eliminated. So we're going to face some major food shortages from shipping to production. There, uh, this is only going to accelerate the, the price of food. And think about the price of gas, the, the price to plant a crop, to harvest a crop, to ship a crop. Uh, the world's really in bad shape in terms of its food supply. All right, let's go to the third one. The third one is digital money. You know, we're being set up. Um, one of the things that the Antichrist does, he's the master of deception. By deception, I mean he lies. He, maybe he tells a half-truth, but he never tells the whole truth. And almost all of us now look at the news media and we say, wow, we're not being told the, the whole truth. Matter of fact, sometimes we're not told any part of the truth, but it's always for deception. Why? They want us to fear with deception and lies, there comes fear, then there comes control, and then there comes power. Revelation chapter 13, the Bible speaks of the Antichrist seven times in one chapter. It says that he desires power over all the world, and he will do that using deceit and deception. It's exactly what's taking place with our political leaders today. And so next will come this idea of money. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking at a, a time when they want digital money. Why? Well, uh, there's a clip on there, and the, the reference is on the handout that they can download free. And it says they want control of not only what you will buy, but who you will buy it from. If these people don't submit to their organization, if they don't submit to their scheme, they're going to say, you can't, we're not going to release the funds to buy a bed from this person or a chair from this person. So they control who you buy and, and what you buy. Wow. And then number four on a list of ten, Four is health. You know, health, we're already being prepared for uh, Omicron. 
again, we've discussed it even tonight with some of your guests. Isn't it amazing that they can predict these things? And, and they want our health to go down. They, they're not trying to keep us healthy. They're, they're trying to either make us unhealthy or for sure they're trying to make us so that we fear the next pandemic. And so here's the thing that I think every one of us ought to be concerned about. During the pandemic, or I call it the plandemic, during that time, innocent people suffered. Innocent people died. Good people died. We're watching the same thing in Russia and Ukraine. Because of power-hungry people, because of deception, because of dishonesty, we're watching innocent people die, and they could care less. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no concern of these people for their citizens. Putin doesn't care about Russians. Uh, the, the leaders don't care about their citizens. Even in our country, I'm beginning to wonder, do our leaders even care about the, the lives of the people that they're supposed to represent? I don't think and so. so health is is a way for them to control nothing is easier to bring fear than to talk about how that our health is gone or that we're going to be put into another uh, pandemic let's go to number five peace in jerusalem it's amazing that when it comes to to russia and ukraine uh, it looks like the peace talks may take place in jerusalem and they're even saying what a perfect place you know jerusalem salem peace but these are smoke screens the real treasure that Russia wants, the Bible is clear, Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39, he wants Israel and he wants the spoil, he wants the wealth of Israel, and I think it's in terms of the natural gas. Russia is known for supplying energy to the world. They'll do it by any means they can, and I think there'll be come a time very soon when they'll want the oil fields or the gas fields of Israel, and so it's interesting that they're going to try to broker peace in Israel or Russia and Ukraine. Don't believe for one minute. Matter of fact, the proof of that is the very day that they invaded the Ukraine, the United Nations, the Russian ambassador, reprimanded Israel for their possession of the Golden Heights and for even having people in Jerusalem. Hmm. Jerusalem belongs to the Jews. The Golden Heights belongs to the Jews. They have they have no right to, to say they, they can't have those those territories. Wow. Number six, Russian aggression. Yeah, you know, the, the Bible for 2,600 years makes it so clear. And this handout, as well as the one that we offered before, we still have it up. You can get it. You can download it free. And we will show you maps. We'll, we'll show you the plan. We'll show you what the Bible says. I'm not surprised. When, when Russia collapsed 20 years ago, we knew it would come back because the Bible said it would be an invading power. Right. One of the things that's interesting, I think what the Antichrist wants is a new world order. He wants a great reset. Russia is opposed to that. Putin wants, he's a globalist. He's trying to do his own thing. And so the aggression is described in the Bible 2,600 years ago. There the Bible is with the answer that's, that's taking place right now. So you believe with me that what's going on right now is a battle for who's going to be in charge of the new world order. Is it going to be Putin? Is it going to be a Eurasia? Or is it going to be a Eurocentric world government? Yeah, the, the New World Order. Here's, here's why we're so set up for this New World Order. Overall, the leadership in the world is weak. We have a, a person like Putin. Uh, he's a madman. He, he wants power. He wants money. You'd say he has power, and you'd say he has, he has a lot of money. But he wants more power, and he wants more money. The Antichrist will use a person like this. I look at some of these, these people that have so much intelligence, but they always want more wealth and more money. 
the Antichrist will use that. You see, when, when sin came in, it wasn't because Adam and Eve were hungry. They were well fed, but they wanted food that they, they were forbidden to take. Here's Judas. He sells Jesus. He didn't need money. He, he held the bag. Here's Putin. He, he doesn't need more money. He's got plenty. He's got a huge territory, but there's never enough. The Antichrist will feed on this desire, and as a result, he will gain control of territories in the world. I look at Russia, and right now, Russia could run the table. There's no one that's going to stop them if they really wanted to. We're, we're being deceived. Not, when to they, mention, when we, not to mention they're aligned with North Korea and Iran <laughs> and, of course, China. And so, yeah, this idea that, you know, Putin is done, I don't buy it. Let me go to number seven so we get through all ten. Oil mm -hmm. and gas prices. Well, we're looking at oil. It, it, it's jumping every day. It's going up at the gas pump. But the thing that's so ironic is we're buying it from our enemies for $120, $130 a barrel. We could produce it in this country for $20 or $30 a barrel. Now, who in their right mind would not use oil that we can produce ourselves, put our own people back to work? The money stays in our country to buy our own oil from ourselves. That makes sense. Why do we buy it from people that we have to bow down to that, that want to destroy us, that hate us, and we're paying five or six times the price? It absolutely makes no sense. Why do we do that? Well, I think it's because it's another way to control us. It's another way to, to make it so that they have power. Why are they pushing solar cars? It's because there are certain people in political offices and they own stock in, in solar-powered cars. It's not because solar-powered cars are, are more efficient. It's not because they're cheaper. They're worse. Yep. They're worse than... And, and so it's part of the deception. And we've fallen for it. Number eight, we the, think, new, the New World Order, number eight. Yeah, isn't it amazing that, that just this week our president talked about the fact that we must get in, involved in the new world order and the United States must take the lead? Well, let me tell you, the, the new world order is set up, it, it, but in order to have it, there's got to be an economic collapse. There's got to be a religious collapse. There's got to be a moral collapse. We're watching all those things take place, and I think there will be a financial collapse. I think that there will be a health collapse. But I don't know that those things will take place prior to the coming of Jesus Christ and the rapture of the church. I believe that Christ could come at any time. That, that's the promise of the Bible. But we're set up so that if, if the church were to, were to leave tonight, this collapse could occur in a matter of days or Absolutely. weeks. That's how close we are to the coming of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Let's look at number nine, Israel. Yeah. You know, Israel is the, is the time clock for God. And in here, we, we put a, a number of articles that will help people document this based on the Bible. What is so important, I think, is as we look at Israel is to see this, that that's God's timepiece. God has set his prophetic time clock based on Israel. He talked about the fact that Israel would be back in the land. He talked about the fact that Israel would want to return to sacrifices, would return to the shekel, would even return to the Hebrew language. And it even says that, that cities that were one time destroyed would be rebuilt. Every one of those cities have been rebuilt exactly as the Bible said. So the rebirth of Israel is incredible. Here we have Israel, and among the things, they're being threatened by Iran. Iran said, we, we want to have nuclear power. We, we want to free that up. Can't, I can't believe that we made such a poor deal with them to begin with, and now we're going to even release them from the poor deal. Yeah. We're going to release billions of dollars to them. Nothing can be more destructive 
to America. Nothing can be more destructive to Israel. And God says, I'm not going to allow that to happen. I think that, again, shows how close we are to the Number coming 10. of Christ. Number 10, deceit, fear, control, and power. Number 10. Yeah. You know, the, the trick that the Antichrist uses is not a new one. It's the same one that Satan used. When you go back to the Garden of Eden, Satan lied. He changed one word. He changed the order of words. And as a result, Adam and Eve fell to sin. I think what we're watching today is, is people, they, they make a statement. They, they'll change that statement 24 hours later. Look how many times we heard, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It, it's ridiculous. What about finances? What about oil? I mean, all these things we're being lied to. Absolutely. And it shows that the spirit of Antichrist is right here, right now. It's really time for us to get right with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Now, let me show the website. Truth, it's Bible Tip Now. Bible Truth, it's Bible Truth and Prophecy, what it stands for. BibleTipNow.org. Look at the free booklet right there. Free download, free download. Lots of great free resources by my friend of over 20 years, probably closer to 25 years or more now. Dr. Rob Lindstead, Bible Tip Now. I guess he's gotten thousands of responses. Thank you, Dr. We Rob. Sure did. Thank my you, Rob. My pleasure to be with you. You too. Hey. We'll have you back. You can count on that, my friend, Dr. Rob Lindstead, BibleTipNow.org. Now you see why I think this lesson is so important. You see, as I mentioned, these 10 things that show that the Bible is coming true before our very eyes, every one of these are topics that you know about inflation, famine, digital currency the New World Order, these things are, are in the news daily. And this is what the Bible said would be in the last days. Here's what I'm finding. I'm finding that the world offers deceit, fear, and control. You see it happen, whether it's concerning our health, concerning our jobs, whether it's, it's about the uncertainty of the future. But the Bible is so different. Jesus Christ, instead of defeat and deceit, he offers victory and truth. Instead of fear, he offers hope. Instead of control, he offers salvation and freedom. Why wouldn't you take it? And why wouldn't you take it today? You see, God gives to us a free gift. It's an unspeakable gift. It's a gift that you can't describe it so good. And that gift is his son, Jesus Christ. Eternal life is in Jesus Christ. When you receive Christ, you receive eternal life from God. So how do you get this free gift? Well, you get it by receiving him. First of all, you admit that you're a sinner. You admit that you're short of the holy standard of God. And God has a holy standard because he's a holy God. Because God knows that with that holy standard, that comes, brings life, and that allows heaven to be heaven. So you admit that you're a sinner. You confess to God, I'm a sinner. Secondly, you turn from that sin and you acknowledge that Christ, by his death on the cross, shedding his blood, he died for your sins. He paid the debt. He paid the full penalty. I don't have to pay 10% of my penalty or 1%. There's nothing I could pay God. But Jesus Christ paid it all. He paid it all for my sin and for your sin. And the third thing is to accept him, to accept a personal relationship with a loving, living God by receiving his son who died for you. I really wonder why people, when they hear an offer of a free gift from God, why would you hesitate? Why wouldn't you do it now? I hope right now you'll say, yeah, I see those things coming true. I want to receive Christ as my savior. Lord Jesus, I admit I'm a sinner. I take you as my Savior now. You can ask God. You can ask Jesus to be your Savior right now. Stay tuned after our program, and Mark will show you how you can receive the free literature, a book, as well as the handouts that we've talked about. Let's pray. 
Father God, I come to you. I thank you for the fact that while the world offers deceit and fear and control, you offer to us something that's way better, that's truth. You offer to us hope. You offer to us eternal life. Father, I pray right now that there will be some who say, yes, I see that in the news. I admit that we're living in a time when the Bible's coming true and I accept Christ as a payment for my sin. Father, thank you for giving to us Jesus Christ. Thank you for giving us the Bible, the living Word of God. And we thank you and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.